Hello, praise the Lord. How are you? Uh, good morning. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's already morning. Yeah, how are you holding up this morning? I hope you're fine. I hope the Lord has preserved you and you know you have woken up well or you will you are preparing to wake up well yeah my heart is well this uh, morning my my body is also well <laughs> yeah i'm studying i'm studying the lord yeah and i'm glad to connect with you this morning and uh share on what i had told you about the Holy Spirit, our senior partner, and I trust that the Lord will minister to me and also minister to you too. Um, first of all, I don't know what you understand when you hear the Holy Spirit or what has been your relationship with the Holy Spirit or if you have not really had an intimate relationship with him what comes to your mind when the holy spirit is mentioned and you see this is a subject that has a lot of controversies around it but do not allow the controversies to take the lead or rather to take control because anything that has a counterfeits has an original and so this morning i just want us to uh, just to do um an introduction of this of this uh, topic and I want us to begin with the person of the Holy Spirit as, a, as our subtopic one uh, the person of the Holy Spirit who is the Holy Spirit and what is he in our and is he, is he in our lives and what is he in our lives to do and in relation to the Trinity who is the Holy Spirit to to us and you see, I, I just want to, first of all, bring us to an understanding of the Holy Spirit. Uh, many times when we, we discuss the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, we finish up with God the Holy Spirit. And you see, this has brought a lot of uh, issues, or rather discussions, that have made some people to get confused at times, or some have felt that the Holy Spirit is a junior to God. He is the last born in the family, in the Trinity of God, which is not true. So this morning, the person of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, number one, the Holy Spirit is God. And God is the Holy Spirit. I do not know if you understand that, but I know that God will get deeper to all of us that are listening and uh, will help us understand the Holy Spirit is God and God is the Holy Spirit the Bible says that I know we have all read that scripture that says in the beginning the earth was formless in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. You see, this verse demonstrates to us that the Holy Spirit existed. The Holy Spirit was there even 
before the establishments of the heavens and the earth. So the Holy Spirit was there. So when you say God and the Holy Spirit, you mean one and the same thing, but in terms of executions of the mandates of God, that is when we get a distinction when we come to the Trinity. But first I want us to understand that the Holy Spirit existed and was there long before the foundations of the earth were created because the Bible says that the earth was formless. That means nothing was there and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And you see, the Lord said, uh, when you continue in that chapter is when uh, you will understand, you know, how creation, God did the creation by saying, let there be. And whoever was behind the execution of the word of God is the Holy Spirit. So what do I mean when I say that the Holy Spirit is God? God, the Spirit of God, proceeds from God. Uh, before before I get to, 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 to explain how the Spirit of God proceeds from God, I know and pray that we understand, we all understand the incarnation of, 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 of Jesus because Jesus is God as well. But Jesus is God made flesh, God who became flesh. So what happened? Jesus came in form of man to redeem us and he came as God but incarnated as a man. That's why there is a long story about his birth and a supernatural story of course. But now whoever enabled him to do that is God himself through the Holy Spirit. Are we understanding that? Yeah, so this this first if we will we will understand the trinity of god that there is no contention between god jesus and the holy spirit because god is jesus jesus is god and the holy spirit is god so but when christ came he was enabled by the holy spirit and you see, that is why it's very important even before we, we get into the scripture. To just have that an understanding. Uh, the Bible says that in, in John, especially when Jesus was, uh, was, being, was preparing for, uh, for his death, many times his pray, he prayed and called the Holy Spirit his father. Many times in the scripture, the Holy Spirit called Jesus my, uh, the, Jesus ca called the Holy Spirit my Father, and at times he will address God directly as my Father. So that tells you that the relation between the three is not a relation of who is head, who is not head. What is, distinguishes God the Father, God the Son, and then God and God the Holy Spirit is the the duties, rather the or let me call it quote unquote the office or the execution of, of, of God's word it's because God is the word of God proceeds from God. It is the Lord who has spoken. God the Father has spoken. And God the Son has given us an access to what the, God, what the Father has spoken. And the Holy Spirit has been given to us as a gift to enable us understand what the Father has spoken. So even in natural relationships, when you have a father and a son, 
especially in in um uh in families where never there are many broken families out there but i'm talking of a family that is knit together where we have the father the mother and the son and the sons and daughters and you see in such families the roles and resp- responsibilities are very well stipulated and everyone knows what they're supposed to do their their homes even when the father speaks he that is final and you see when um, the mother speaks he now speaks just what the father said but now bring it brings it even better uh, better in terms of maybe gentler you see fathers at times is natural relationships that is fathers can be harsh yeah and he speaks she speaks what the father has spoken even though she may use different words and now the sons if the elder son has heard when they get to the younger one they will dad said you know they will get to that uh to we to the to the boys or to the young ones with an authority of a kind and they'll be like no eh no going out Maybe the father had said not going out when the meeting was father, mother, and the elder son. And you see now it's the elder son with the younger siblings. And he's like, they are being asked, for example, Mato, can we go out? And you see he will be like the father there and he, and he will say no going out and that's final. So that is generally the relationship that God, uh, the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit has. Jesus is in, was incarnated. The incarnation of God through Je- by Jesus because he came as God but he died as a man and after he left after his ascension now uh, the Holy Spirit is with us to pa- we'll talk about of course we will talk about the roles of the Holy Spirit in a Christian life but I just wanted us first to clear out uh, the issues of uh, the Holy Spirit is a deputy God. The Holy Spirit is a junior God. The Holy Spirit is something. The Holy Spirit is, these are myths and conceptions that people have out here. And even people in the faith. Uh, and some people think that the Holy Spirit is wind. The Holy Spirit is fire. The Holy Spirit is just uh, an, 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 uh, you know, an assumption or it's just a something. It's something. <laughs> yeah, you know, there are those uh, misconceptions which uh, first we should deal with that before even we delve into the scriptures. The Holy Spirit is not a thing. The Holy Spirit is not wind. The Holy Spirit is not a storm. Is not fire. The Holy Spirit is not a force that falls people down. No. We will talk about, at a point, we will talk about the manifestations of the Holy Ghost. Where we will talk. And when I say the Holy Ghost, I still mean the Holy Spirit. Paul, uh, the epistles, especially Paul, referred to the Holy Spirit as the Holy Ghost. But now the two should not confuse you. That when I say the Holy Spirit, there is no difference with the Holy Ghost. It just depends on uh, the context. But the context doesn't even change the meaning. Nikama, it's like... I'm Grace. Uh, my name is Grace. Uh, my name is Grace Ngoiri. So if someone feels like calling me Grace, I'm okay. I'm okay. That's my name. If someone else feels like Ngoiri is comfortable, then that is also okay. Both of them are my names. You get. So these these two still refer. The Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost are one of the same thing. And um, I, I was saying about um not and what he is 
so number one that is very major i just want you to capture that today is that the holy spirit is a person are we together the holy spirit is a person the holy spirit is is um has a human characteristics for example number one the holy spirit uh can weep the holy spirit can weep because he has feelings yes he has feelings the holy spirit can weep the holy spirit uh can can be happy about something the holy spirit can be impressed the holy spirit can be can be quenched yeah, that's what Ephesians 4.30 refers to when um, the Bible says that do not quench the spirit. You know, you are, even me as a person or you, you can be quenched. Here's just the characteristics of human. For example, someone trying to cope a story. Ama, you were giving a story. You know how it feels so bad, especially the counselor that I am. Una feel, maybe una pemito story ama anakupel, but I'll take your story. You know, you even go quiet. It's quenching. A quenching is stopping. Something like stopping. So the Holy Spirit can be quenched. He, he can feel good. He can feel bad. You know, he can be hurt. Yeah? He can comfort. Can comfort. Or rather comfort. Yeah, whatever it is that your English teacher taught you. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit is a person. You can make him angry. Eh? You can make him happy. You can, you see, he doesn't force himself on people. He's very gentle. You can push him away and he just stays away. That's how gentle he is. A gentleman. He doesn't nag. You know, there are men out there who really nag. Yeah, he doesn't nag. When you don't want anything to do with him, he just has his way. And that's who the Holy Spirit is. So, are we understanding something? I don't, I don't want to bombard you with scriptures at this point. I just want you to start uh, meditating on the person of the Holy Spirit. And this is something I'm intending to, to, to go through with us very, uh, very slowly. I don't want to rush with it because I know it has caused a lot of, uh, a lot of issues in the church. It has caused a lot of misunderstandings. Some people have even felt... Um, a little bit different because of how they relate with the Holy Spirit. You know, different different encounters. And some, of course, have enjoyed the Holy Ghost experiences and, you know, uh, friendship and relationship. So I w my desire is that as we go through and study through, keep, for those who have questions, keep them coming. Uh, for those who have uh, uh, insights or rather an addition, after listening to the audio please keep them coming but i will i will go systematically i will be very 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 slow with this topic because one thing for sure i can tell anyone that i'm very sure about is that you cannot have um a working a working intimate relationship with the holy ghost and you become a failure in life and when i say a failure most people think monetary or rather materially but i mean you cannot well that could still be part of it because he gives ideas by the way he's he's an intelligent guy you know but i'm saying you cannot have a fail you cannot fail in your christian life you must have a victorious life if you truly come to know the holy spirit i will share my experience also 
with the Holy Spirit. And you know, sometimes uh, the Holy Ghost also is very, um, he's very intentional with, you know, with our lives. He's such a friend. He's, he, he's just so sweet to talk about. So I'm just praying that you, as you, we, we begin, we have just begun, of course, we I expect to do very often uh, about this. Even if I will do uh, uh, segments, even ten segments or, or five, whichever, depending on. I don't. I want in each and every video. I'm very slow. Even if I will discuss one verse in that many, uh, uh, the Holy Spirit will have helped us to understand. And I, I know that our our relationship with the Holy Spirit will not remain the same as we listen to the Word of God. And I also pray that. Uh, for those that are not born again, the Holy Spirit is given to us after we are born again. And uh, I pray that, the, that that God will convict your hearts to believe in Him. Because uh, I believe that the Holy Spirit, I know people have, uh, have, have discussed and talked with people who have said, you know, I was born again, but I don't know what happened, you know, salvation is difficult, Christian life is boring, and all those comments, they are, I, I know them, but I want to assure you that for sure, the only reason why we have a victorious life in salvation is the Holy Spirit, and for those that are not born again, I we continue to pray, for them that are born again, we continue to pray and intercede, uh, that God, that the light of God shall shine upon their paths. And if you have anyone around you that are not born again, just speak the word of God to them. Just uh, just uh, witness Christ to them uh, in your reach. And let's spread uh, our hands for Jesus. Let's spread our wings to reach as many people as we can. And you see, when people are born again, if you have anyone that has received Jesus uh, lately, uh, let them be walk with through them, walk with them through the word, and also help them. You know, understand God. Let them understand what salvation is. Because for me, I'm feeling I've been feeling that these are days. Time has come that we stop making converts. We we stop we stop you know having converts in the church. These are days of sons and daughters in the kingdom, and I pray uh, sonship comes with knowledge, sonship comes with a revelation of, of who you are in Christ and who you are in God. So I pray that um, we shall we shall um, get deeper and, you know, help disciple uh, walks with, with those that have received Jesus and those that have not, that we will love them even more. We will be gentle with them. We will pray for them. We will truly commit ourselves to pray for them. And the Holy Spirit, definitely, that is, uh, that is his greatest job. His job and his assignments is to convict men and to bring men to salvation, to draw men to salvation. Because, of course, as I always tell you, in religion, God runs after, uh, uh, man runs after God. But in this life, in Christianity, in true Christianity, God runs after man and that is why the holy spirit himself convicts and draws them to himself and so therefore uh that was just a closing one i am just saying that uh, uh the holy spirit will 
help us all to begin understanding him better even if you under, you have understood him and you have a great experience with him also also share your experiences you know your encounters you know the holy spirit holy spirit <laughs> the holy spirit is still real even if you have you know real a uh, real life situations that the holy ghost came in through for you just share whatever it is and i will be glad to share with um our audience and i'm sure we shall be blessed together uh i love you so much this morning and the lord loves you even more and uh, the holy spirit is truly on your case and he's excited to have you have his seal you know uh, because the bible says hey, there is so much we can talk about the holy ghost the bible says that uh, we have received the seal of redemption like after you're born again the holy ghost is the stamp that you receive we will share that i will we will go through the scriptures that, uh, that it is written so and so we believe because it is written and so we speak that we have the seal of the holy ghost so this morning child of god who you have a seal of the holy spirit and you who have not yet received this light i pray that god will um, come through and you know that the word of god you shall continue hearing and hearing and you'll be drawn back to him thank you so much for tuning in i think this has been 20 21 minutes uh i will do i will really try to do a bit shorter of i think 20 minutes is okay uh, depending on all the intensity so today we have at this moment we have talked about who is the holy spirit and i've only explained in terms of a, an a, you know just briefly i will get back to you uh, as we talk more about the whole the personality of the holy spirit now with the scriptures because i'm avoiding a situation where uh you know uh, there is so much scripture and you see you are like hey, how how you know that people people have different experiences so i will i will share bits by bit bit by bit bit by bit as the lord will also enable me to do because he is the one who understands those who are listening better and uh, i look forward to talking to us again soon about the holy spirit uh, of course our major topic rather our mother topic is the holy ghost our senior partner um and our our subtopic has been the spirit remains among you so the next time I'll, i will come back to you on air we'll be dis discussing about that scripture in Haggai that says the spirit remains among you there you see the holy spirit of god remains among you we'll go through the prophecies about the holy spirit uh that were prophesied uh, and then uh and their fulfillment in the new testament and in our day what is our position now uh, with the holy spirit but first understand that the holy ghost is not a deputy god i love you do have a lovely morning uh, expect me back any soon anytime soon jesus loves you more he has got favorites and you are one of them but i adios